It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime on a Tuesday night, Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin. Whole bunch of hockey and a whole bunch of NBA going on tonight after the NBA was on hiatus last night. Kelly's got all the updates on everything. Yeah, over in the NBA, we have the Cavs on top of the Magics at the half, 61-59. to 59. Uh, Live you, numbers there. The Magics? The Magics, yes. The Magics? Yes, we added a, an S. Well, you know, now it just uh, breaks that trivia question. You know, it's another team with an S at the end. Yeah, sorry. 61-59 <laughs> to uh, over in that game. Live, live odds there. Cavs, 7.5 and 227. And a half. Sixers and Pacers. Sixers lead this one 71-53. Three minutes left in the second quarter. 76ers, 18 and a half point live favorites. 253 and a half your live total. The Nets out early on the Rockets, 26 to 19. Three minutes left in the first quarter. Uh, live odds here are Nets, 18 and a half and 242 and a half. The total Hornets up on the Heat early, twenty-two to twenty-one. Uh, a little under three minutes left in the first quarter. That one Heat three and a half point live favorites, two twenty-four and a half the live total. Hawks on top of the Raptors, twenty-eight to twenty-two. One minute left in the first quarter. Raptors two and a half point live favorites, still two twenty-three and a half the live total over on the ice. 
Got a bunch of games going. Uh, Hurricanes on top of the Sabres, one to nothing. Second period just about to begin. Hurricanes minus 750 live. Sabres plus 425. Live total set at five. Rangers on top of the Devils, two to one in the first intermission. Ranger, Rangers minus 330 live. Devils plus 235. Seven and a half the live total. Maple Leafs and Panthers won a piece at the first intermission. Panthers are minus 180 on the live line. Maple Leafs plus 135. Live totals set at 7. Avalanche and Penguins won a piece. Second period just underway. Penguins minus 120. Avalanche minus 110. 6.5. Your live total juice slightly to the under. Blue Jackets on top of the Flyers. 2-1. to one, one minute into the second period. The Blue Jackets minus 185. Flyers plus 140. 7.5. The live total juice to the under. Senators and Canadians 1-1. One one, first intermission. Senators minus 130 live. Canadians minus 105. Five, six, the live total. And the Bruins on top of the Red Wings, one to nothing. Eight minutes left in the first period. Bruins minus 450 live. Red Wings plus 295. Live total set at six. All right. Last night, pretty classic basketball game between Kansas and uh, North Carolina. Kansas ends up winning the national title. They were up seven to nothing in this game. Then a an unbelievable run by North Carolina, which included a 16 to nothing streak uh, when the score was tied up at 22 to go up 38 to 22. But basically, from seven to nothing, they went on a 38 to 15 run to go up 38 to 22. They led by 15 at the half, 40 to 25. And then in the first 10 minutes of the second half, Kansas outscored Carolina 31 to 10 to go up 56 50. But in the end, Kansas holds on. Largest comeback in championship game history. Uh, they shot better than 57% in the second half of their last three games. Held all their tournament opponents to under 40% shooting. Each team led for exactly 18 minutes and 32 seconds. Did the they, rest uh, of the time was a tie. They yes. cover? Uh, they did, did they, not. Did they cover, guys? No, the they end, didn't, no, they didn't cover because uh, some kid stepped out of bounds. Because he yeah. didn't realize how big his shoes were, and he stepped right on I, I don't even blame him. I just blame the execution of the play because it was too close to the sideline. Yeah. You had you had Kansas minus the points. I did. Now, but do you but do you you would not say that you had a bad beat though because of that, no, would I you? Mean, he, just, no. he just stepped out of bounds. I mean, right. yeah. I, w- would I likely have won otherwise, yes, because yes. he'd have gotten fouled and then you but you know, were also yeah. down fifteen at the half. Yeah, yeah. 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 But no, not a I don't think, bad I don't think there's anybody who had a bet in that on that side can say anything about anything. No, 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 yeah. no, no. I think you would be. It's Plinko. Yes, I think you'd be. So, ah, it was guys. It was chaos. That that Sixers game still has a minute forty in the second quarter. Yeah, and you've it, got and uh, they have seventy nine points. I think yeah. that's twenty seven for Embiid now. Maxi uh, is seven of nine from the floor. Yeah, him and Maxi are both and over he is, twenty. He is he is seven of nine from the floor. Also seven of nine from three. He's only taken three pointers. <laughs> he's taken of nine. nine of them in the first half, and he's made seven of them. Yikes! <laughs> They're going to have eighty plus points in the first half. I love it. Keep it rolling. And that's I, was, I say I love it, but I need him B to get there before no, he hits you need the a, No, I was going to yeah. say you actually need him to slow it down a little bit. Embiid, they've got 81. He got blocked, but he, he got blocked. And they can't stop him down there. 81 points for the Sixers with a minute left. He's got 26. You have 37 plus? 37 and a half. You are in bad beat territory. <laughs> 37 points? 37 points, yeah. Played it all line. Look at you. I thought you. I thought it was like a 
points plus rebounds oh. or something like that. And oh, it's just points. Embiid just literally points. just hurls his body into a defender, and they call a foul on the defense. So Embiid's going to the line. He's going to get 28 at the half. <laughs> it's just, what, the defend, I don't know who that was on the Pacers that he ran into, but the guy's like, what, what do you want me to do? Yeah, what, what am I supposed to do? He's going to get 28 at half and then sit the whole second half. I, 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 I was going to say, I'm not comfortable. I don't feel comfortable about it at all yet. The third quarter is going to be a sweat. Now, I would hope the Sixers and Embiid himself would have the wherewithal to say, no, I want the scoring title. <laughs> I, I'm, th- I'm thinking that's what we're seeing a bit here in the first yeah. half, Gil, right? It's, yeah. uh, what's his field his field goal attempts are up to 17 yes, he shot, for the first half. He has shot 17 times in the first half. Well, who could blame him? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, there is no resistance for the yeah. Pacers right now. There's nobody down there that has a chance of stopping him. Good Lord. The Sixers just with uh, with 81 here, and they'll get another 82. Pardon me, they'll get another possession, and Embiid with 27 on 12 of 17 shooting, one of two from behind the arc. That buzzer beater in the first quarter. Here's a, here's an idea on this final uh, play. Why don't you do a two for one? And uh, I like it. They're not going to. They're not going to. Embiid is uh, strolling up court. That would be. That would be Put, a stroll. If there ever was a yeah. stroll, <laughs> that was a straight-up stroll <laughs> right there. Just, Had the arms just kind of wiggling a little bit. Like, that was a stroll for sure. There's Embiid to the rack. He is fouled. No, good block. That was a good no block. Call. Yeah. yeah, no call at all. Pacers at the uh, at the other end with the Kelly, shot. Kelly, you need it. Oh. All right, two seconds left. 82-59. One wow. second. One. 27 first-half points. 27. I need 11. 11 to cash. 11 before he hits the bench. And they're up 23. Yeah. You're kind of in bad beat territory. They're up 23. What, but but there is, there's, uh, you would hope this is not a Cade Cunningham situation, right? That you can't, you, this is. I mean, he'll play the whole third quarter. There's there's no way they're pulling him before that. You're not playing the whole third quarter if they go up 33. And it's the NBA. They never pull anybody before the fourth quarter. Okay. I you know, know, unless you're the Pistons where you play everybody eight right. minutes. Right. Yeah, like that, that was kind of. A bizarre example. Good bet on your part, though, either way at this point. The Magics. <laughs> you, know, they should, you know, if they were called the Magics, I'd be okay with we it. would all have been okay yeah, with it. I'd be okay yeah. with it. Yeah, they're the Magics. You play for the Magics? Yeah, I do. play for the Magics. I enjoy the Magics. <laughs> I enjoy watching the Magics, for sure. Anyway, but I want to make one point. I know you guys are like resistant to ever talking about college basketball, but oh, I want to no, make, no, I want to make one it. point. No, no, I, don't I just think... didn't know that we had fully articulated that that was happening while there were still still time left in the first half. Oh, okay. Like this was the most. In- the... I just want to make the one point about. So I had McCormick plus six sixteen last night for for most outstanding player. Okay, there was no reason whatsoever he should not have won that. Right, yeah. and the guy who got Abaji was probably the fourth best player on Kansas. I, I was gonna say, isn't that the bigger deal that Abaji was even like? It's it's ridiculous. He would have been third or fourth probably. But from a betting perspective, it is a reminder, right? It is a reminder that when we bet on things like most outstanding player and Super Bowl MVP awards that are given by by writers or whoever the heck is has a vote. While the game is going on, right? So I'm not talking about season-long awards like MVP or Rookie of the Year or that, where they have time to actually consider what they're doing. Which might even make it worse when they make the wrong vote, right? But for, for ones that are decided while a game is going on, we have to remember that. We have to file that away like next, next year for the Super Bowl. Like, well, this guy's definitely going to win the MVP. Like, uh, you know, you have to just remember that these guys are all on a deadline and – we found out that a lot of these most outstanding player voters had their vo- had their vote submitted by like less than halfway through that game last night. 
So it's like that is wild. You just have to. So you figured out that's how that one works too. Well, we have to remember that for, most people don't bet on most outstanding player, but everybody bets on Super Bowl MVP. Right. And, so and, we, we, and we learned that. It yeah. was they start asking yes. at about the two-minute warning for you to turn them in. Apparently, you don't have to turn them in yet, but a lot of people do. A lot of people do. And so I guess it's just one of those things where it's like when you vote on it, don't be surprised if it goes to the obvious dude. Right? That's a, I wonder how many quarterbacks have gotten those lame votes to get them over the top. We don't know. We'll never know. Right, the people who are like, ah, this guy, yeah, quarterback X, yeah, you'll never know. We'll never know because what was, what was the Chiefs? Who was it? Damian? Who was the guy that should have won it two years ago for the Chiefs? The running back, Damian Williams. Damian Williams should have had that, right? But they're like, yeah, Patrick Williams. Who knows? Maybe that was one of those examples. But anyways, that game. Oh, oh, was it brutal? Ooh. Oh, for us. No, I, I just betting in general, like the ending oh, of it. Yeah. Oh man, I mean, stepping out of bounds. You're not fouling when you're up. Three. Oh, well, you're back to last night now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was gross. So many things. And, and, and here's the thing. I was that guy. Was that gift just just with popcorn, being like, I'm so glad I don't have any money on this game, and I, I feel mm-hmm. so bad for Matt Brown right now because this is disgusting basketball. Quite frankly, I felt worse for me. With a McCormick bet, that was more of a more of an insult. The the uh, but I felt bad for Brad too. The, the it's, it's, I texted you all this last night. It's just like you know, the product in general, right? And I I rag on it. It's fun. It's fun to watch and all. But like it, the product in general, it's there are twelve guys on a roster and there's thirty NBA teams funneled from 358 Division One teams that have fifteen guys on a roster. Yeah. So like think of. Think of like the NBA, and there's still guys you'll point to in the NBA and go, man, that guy's not very good. (laughs) It's like he's still the best of these 358 teams that are going to play. And second-round draft picks in the NBA are usually usually nobodies. I mean, they usually don't get get anything from them in their whole careers. I'm usually a foul at all all costs when you're up three. Last night, I didn't mind that they didn't foul. It was close. Yeah, I thought it was was well played. Though I would have liked Jim Nance and the announcing crew to at least mention the possibility of it. Coming back, AOS preview next. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Draft your lineup to win cold, hard cash, then chill. Play the fantasy baseball throwdown presented by Coors Light for free. Draft a winning lineup for your shot at a share of $5,000 in cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Coors Light Rockies now to join the action. That's DraftKings.com slash Coors Light Rockies. Coors Light, perfect shot of refreshment, 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. What are you doing over there? Just looking here at this. Uh, we said, we said we would, if anything, we would play the under on, on Kevin Durant tonight. <laughs> Kevin Durant, yeah. Um, <laughs> that, Do you like that group? You like that group? Duran, Duran. Was that your? You like that? <laughs> Eight minutes left in the second quarter. Yeah. Two points for Kevin Durant. Hmm. Two two points. What a bum. Two points. It is the. Uh, it is a very weird yeah, up does, and down box score. Yeah. All together. With everything, Kyrie's already taken twelve shots, but he's only made five of them. Right, so, twelve yeah. versus two. That I don't yeah. really get that, but okay. Interesting. Durant facilitating. All you yes. care about, all you care about, is the fourteen for Jalen Green right now. Yeah, I like that. I, uh, apparently, I did miss the note of the. This is the game they were going to work Lamarcus Aldridge back into form because he hasn't played in a month. So uh, mm-hmm. I, th- I think he's gonna. I think my Drummond uh, prop might get screwed up here. Hmm. Sucks, Mayo West final division. In our baseball preview, baseball, this just in, special of Vison's primetime action investigation reveals that baseball begins on Thursday, the same day as the Masters. No way. They wouldn't do that, Gil. It doesn't make they any sense. never do that. Huh. Yet, they have. Astros minus 175 in the AL West. A team that, of course, has had much dominance of this uh, division. They've won three pennants. As a matter of fact, in the last five seasons, they're minus 175 to win the division. They're plus 450 to take another pennant. 10-1 to to win it all. Season win total, 91.5. The Angels, 
and the Mariners are next. A lot of team, a lot of people anecdotally liking both of these teams. Angels four to one to win the division. Mariners plus four fifty, sixteen to one and eighteen to one respectively to win the pennant. And you see the rest of the numbers: eighty three and a half, both of them. Eighty three and a half. Angels and Mariners on the season win totals. Then the Rangers at seventy four and a half. Then the Athletics at sixty eight and a half. And oh, are they punting on the season? Shall we start with the Athletics? Should we do the uh, ground up on this one and start I mean, with the A's at the bottom? We might as well. They're yeah, because there's what do we really have to say about not much this this team overall? I mean, it was it was evident that they were going to be punting on the season. I did not know to what extent that they were going to be punting on the season. The but the answer is possible. Yes, the answer is as much as humanly possible mm-hmm. because they sent anyone basically that you've ever heard of out of town. And I'm talking Look at that Matt Ol- Look yes. at, I'm at talking that. Matt Olson, Matt Chapman, uh Sean Manaya. We've got Chris Bassett's gone, Mark Canna's gone, Starling Martin although he wasn't with them all that long, but Starling Marte's gone, Chris Davis is gone. All of these guys are out of town. And when you look at what they got back, I mean, look, Christian Pache is a guy that they got back for Matt Olson. He was a pretty hyped prospect for the Braves. And so if you want to look at that and say, okay, well, we did at least get that back. But after, after that, like they traded all of these guys for like down the line prospect guys, like not, like not guys you're going to see in the lineup here in the next year or so. So like, these are, this is like, moves that were made to hopefully make the A's good in like three years, you know? So you had to be a patient fan if you're, if you're one of the A's fans, you know? And like, look, here's the Such thing. Such a loyal fan base. It, too. it really is. And, yeah. and look, here's the thing. They got so many prospects in this deal that it might pay off this whole thing. It's just going to be three miserable seasons before it all, Ugh. before it all pays off. Right. It's just, it's, they got a lot of prospects in all of these deals. And so even if they miss on a few, as long as they hit on like 60% of them, like they're going to be pretty good, but it's going to be three or four years from now at a miserable stadium by the airport. Just, <laughs> yeah. just horrible. By the way, here, here's the, uh, the athletics payroll deal, the highest payroll in baseball in 1991. $33 million that year, the very same number it is today. Wow. <laughs> That's not increased. By the way, they won a World Series back in 1990. Uh, pardon me, 1988. Uh, no, uh, yes, 1980. No, 1989, they won the, the uh, World Series, the uh, Earthquake World Series in 1989. They lost in 1990 to the Cincinnati Reds. 91 is the year we're talking about where they had the highest payroll in baseball. Same number as today. 68 and a half. You can't go over, can you? You can't you can't go over because again, if any of the guys in the starting lineup even sniff production, right? And and again, there's not a lot in here, right? It's Tony Kemp, Stephen Vogt, Sean Murphy, Seth Brown, Jed Lowry, Stephen Piscotti, Elvis Andrus, Kevin Smith, and then as I just mentioned Christian Pache. Um oh, that's so, that's the lineup, so right? Bad. So there's not even really a tradable asset, really. I mean, no. maybe Piscotti, if he has this, like, crazy good season, which he probably won't. So there's not even, like, movable assets here to try and get back. In. It's it's going to be a – it is going to be a long, long season for Stop. sure. And Because Frankie Montas is likely to be on the move too, right? I mean, this is like their oh, yeah. only sure. – he's their only good pitcher left, and he is probably going to be good, and then they're going to move him as well. So it's a – then at that point, it's just a bunch of nobodies that you that you never heard Think of. Think about it. It's, all, it's also not one of the. It's not a team where you can be like, but you know, if this happens and this, no, there's none yeah. of that. 
No, nothing's fallen in place right. this year for this team. Whereas the Rangers, let me just talk about the Rangers for a second. Yep. The Rangers are 74 and a half. It looks like they might get, you know, um, they might get Clayton Kershaw. Didn't happen. They end up with uh, with John Gray. John Gray finally out of Colorado. He's in their rotation. And they do have an interesting top of the order anyway. Corey Seager, Marcus Simeon, speaking of former A's, uh, through the Blue Jays, obviously. Araldis Garcia, you know, amazing power. So there are players to love here. Mitch Garver. They got Mitch Garver at catcher. Mitch Garver. Who's, a, who's, a, who's a good bat from at a catcher position. Cole Calhoun, who we know from his days with the Angels. So there, there are people you know here. Right, Mitch Garver has hit big years uh, with with Minnesota. Garrett Richards, a name from from way back when. I don't know. I mean, seventy four and a half. There is a scenario where they eclipse this. Let's yeah, put it this way. I I I think it's an over or pass for this on this Rangers team because again, you you do have a bunch of you you do have a bunch of solid guys in there. There's also a guy that everybody's really high on, uh, Nathaniel Lowe, for this team's going to hit right in the middle of this lineup. He is. Um, He's a first baseman for them, and he's you know he's gonna he's gonna hit right in the middle of that lineup. A lot of guys pretty high on him as well. You got like these guys that are just if they have that you know a Brad Miller, a Marcus Simeon, Corey Seager, Mitch Garver. If this low guy does what people think, if uh, if Adolis Garcia hits for power again, you know he's probably not gonna hit for average. He's a free swinger, but he hits you know if he hits you another forty home runs. Or whatever. It's not the craziest scenario to think that this team could be a 500 team, I think, at all, really. I mean, if yeah. John, John Gray's whole thing forever was just, you know, you play in, you play half your game at Coors and your pitches don't break as much and don't move as much and, and stuff, it's, it's, it's hard, you know. And so now we'll see what he's made out of whenever he gets to pitch, you know, all, pretty much all of his games outside of there. Martin, Martin Perez is in that line, is in there. Spencer Howard was a very top end prospect as well, who kind of got derailed a little bit by injuries, but he was one of Philadelphia's very top prospects, pitching prospects. And so he's in that rotation at the bottom end for them. It's not out of the realm of possibility. I'll just put it that way for this team to kind of be looking at a, at a 500, if not a little bit higher than 500 season. Should we go Mariners here with a couple minutes? Mariners? Yeah, sure, sure. They're 18 to 1 to win the pennant. They're plus 450 to win this division. They're at 83 and a half. Obviously, Robbie Ray now a pitcher for the Seattle Mariners uh, coming from Toronto, where he had a huge year. Eugenio Suarez and Jesse Pinker come over in that ridiculous trade with the Reds. They have a lot of hope here in in uh, Seattle, and of course, they've got great, great young talent on this roster as well, and Kellenic and Julio Rodriguez yeah. as well. Allen, Alan, uh, um, it was... Uh... Who am I trying to? Uh, Adam Frazier came over as well. He's another just a, a solid on base guy. Um, one of those guys that, yeah, he's not going to hit for a ton of power and all, but he's going to hit for average and he's going to get on base because he's got a good eye as well. And so he's, he's a good guy to have in that lineup as well. Everybody knows if you've been watching this program, I've got bets on this team up and down the board here, right? I mean, you trade for Winker, you get you get Robbie Ray, you add a Eugenio Suarez in there, and as we mentioned, so. Um, Mitch Haniger had an awesome year last year. They gave him some more money. Makes him feel good about himself. Julio Rodriguez is going to break camp at, on the major league roster. And look, here's the deal: they're not they're not having this guy come to sit on the bench. I mean, like you're not going to stunt your number one prospect's growth by having him sit on the end of the bench. Like this guy's going to play. This is a guy that has hit at every single level that he's been at, including spring training this year. 
and he's going to be in that lineup to go along with Kelnick, to go along with Tom Murphy, who is another uh, top prospect, uh, one of their catchers in there. And then you look at that rotation where Robbie Ray now becomes your ace, but you have a couple of other guys in this this rotation, specifically Logan Gilbert, as a guy that another top pitching prospect for them, if he can kind of live up to, to expectations, he's only 24 years old, If he can live up to what people were thinking with him, Matt Brash is another guy who's only 24 years old who's going to be at the bottom end of that rotation. I think that this team has division-winning, division-winning upside, and maybe even further than that if everything kind of breaks right. Wonder what your thoughts are on the Angels and the Astros. We'll get to them uh, next as we do our ALS preview. Also, some home run direct matchups that you can bet on a little later on the show. Paul Carr on the Champions League. And, of course, the NBA all night long right here at VEASAN's Primetime Action. You are looking live at Primetime Action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Get everything you need to bet on baseball this season with 24-7 streaming, daily best bet emails, including advice, data, and strategy for only $19. It's our all-digital MLB guide. It's at VEASAN.com, available now at Adam Burke is your man with futures, team previews, and best bets for all 30 teams, plus Jason Weingarten from under a cloud of smoke, MLB futures bets, trends, and more. Sign up today and get full access to Visa through the start of baseball. The Masters in the NFL Draft are only $19. 27.73 Canadian. At VEASAN.com slash spring. Let you know what we were doing off air is we were trying to... Uh, <laughs> We were trying to figure flex out. Seal. We, were, we were trying to figure out what the active substance was at Flex Seal because we love the, the pitch man, the guy who hey, does little Flex Seal thing. It is spray rubber. What in the world? I don't know. I just rewatched one of the infomercials yeah. though, but apparently it fixes yeah. everything. Like any problem it, you have, Gil, fixes. But well, you got to hold your boat in half. But it's, Put it on. But it's temporary. It's but, not a permanent fix. Well, you got to buy more, Gil. That's why. Flex seal. Flex seal. He he sawed a boat in half <laughs> the and then like put it back together. The boat with one's a, the best. He saw it. Put in a, half. We put a piece of window on the bottom of this boat using flex seal, and look, it attaches with no water coming in. <laughs> but guys, this boat's about to sink. But we put flex seal. I want to do that for the rest. I want to do infomercials. <laughs> Someone find me a project. I'm the next guy. I, I do that. So, so great. I, I'm gonna end up down a rabbit hole later. And I guarantee you, there's YouTube videos of people trying flex seal. Oh, really I'm weird. sure. Like, like just doing sure. the craziest things with flex. Gotta there has be. to be. Yeah, gotta there has be. to be. And if there isn't, we're going to do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're like, right. If the, we're just going to try flex on everything. I bet you will make the Duke better. We'll give it a bit more grip to the oh, Duke. Yeah, I just kick it and it sticks to my foot. <laughs> By the way, uh, at Bet Bash, too, Chris Hartman, who writes all the tweets about when is Matt going to do his field goal kicking, he was there. And, oh, he, and he said really? hello. Okay. Yes. It was great meeting him. And he, he took the opportunity to. Uh, to sort of allude to that at one point. I believe he did the first time I saw him. Maybe, maybe I'm making that up. But it was, when is this happening, basically, is what well, people, we, people want to know. Well, the Duke is uh, the Duke is conditioned. It's ready to go. It seems as if... The uh, weather I, I, is okay. Some, okay, I, we do have wood tonight. Uh, I thought you were looking past. for the Duke. No, you, br- you brought a pickleball today, not a football. I did. I brought a pickleball today to show you guys what a pickleball was. Which I had no idea that was maybe, pickleball. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. Knock on wood. It seems as if we have moved over the hump that we are actually oh, just in warm weather. Feels like we are in warm yeah. weather for good. Yeah, it feels Which, like. It so feels that like means we can schedule yes, a date. We, we can we can we can go ahead and get this kind of on the on the calendar here. Tell everybody what the terms. I mean, Gil and I are going to be gone for like half the summer. So like we'll we'll. That's <laughs> right. But so not either before or after that is what we're going to do. Oh no. 
We can't do it after. No, we're going to do it before. Before. It will be a. It will Sometime be, in May. Okay, I was going to say June, but May works even better. You're Sometime right. in May. Sometime in May. All right. We'll get together. Day in the park. Primetime action. Day in the say, park. Primetime action. Day in the park. Should we do the show live? How many people do you park? think we should get? Uh, we should have live there. Fives of people. All right. I I like all these ideas. Yeah. You're right, Matt. We need to do a, a a remote show. A remote show in a random local park in Las Vegas. There we go. <laughs> With a handheld mic. I don't know. Anyone, I, that might actually not work. Anyone, like the cops any and might all, get any and all invited. Yeah. We'll have refresh. We'll have snacks, refreshments. <laughs> Isaiah will be cooking hot dogs yeah. out on the grills that are already there. You know, there we go. I like this. Sixers had ninety points less than two minutes into the second half. They now have ninety-four, and we're almost at the halfway yeah. mark. Thirty-six for Embiid. One more bucket. Let's did, go, baby. Did they, I was going to say, did they call off the dogs? But I guess they did not. If Embiid's still in there, he's in there, sauntering. Harden's in there. Embiid's in there. Oh, here it is. This no, could be it. Oh, no. That's not a no, Danny Green. How does that look like MB? Well, there's a pole. So, do you see the. Um, <laughs> you see what I have? Oh, you got. You got oh, you have a pole. You got affected yeah, so, by the foul ball? Yeah, so I, I have to kind of do this number to see who. Like, <laughs> that's like that's MB, like I'm MB. That TV is, uh, yeah, poorly placed for me. Actually, that pole is poorly placed for me. Not so much the TV. Uh, terrible James pass by Harden. Harden is just so is lollygagging out there. Anyway, Pacers cut it to uh, 19. Halfway through the third quarter. All so right. this is Kansas sorry. situation. What's that? It's a Kansas situation. <laughs> yes. here, comes the, here comes the run. Jalen Green with 14. Uh, Porter Jr. with 14. He's got 13 field goal attempts. They have combined for 23 field goal attempts between the two of them, still with a minute left in the first half. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's complete our AL West preview. Let's go to the Los Angeles Angels. Whoever you talk about the Angels every year, Angels fans, Angels betters who love them, have all kinds of promise telling you this is the year they make the postseason. Well, this is an expanded playoff. Season win total is not any higher than that of the Mariners, though. They're at 83 and a half as well. Just a shade shorter to win the division than the Mariners at 4-1. to one. It's Shohei Otani and Mike Trout at the top. That is where all Angels discussions begin. They've got uh, the two shortest MVP candidates right atop that lineup. Um, Syndergaard, Thor there as well, but can you really rely on that that's, guy? That's, and that's the reason the win total is where it's at, right? I mean, you look at this, this lineup – and it's Shohei, Trout, Jared Walsh, a huge prospect for them who had actually a pretty decent little season last year. He's going to probably hit that three-hole. They still have Anthony Rendon. Don't forget about that. He's still there. Brandon Marsh is one of their prospects, 24-year-old guy who they're really, really high on. Joe Adele was one of the top prospects in all of baseball last year. He's only 23 years old. All these guys, like, you know, the upside for a guy like Adele is, you know, we're talking – 15 stolen bases, 30 homers or something like that. You know, I mean, these are all like super high upside guys, but it really comes down to that rotation because yeah, you've got Shohei. How, how are they going to use him this year? Are they going to use him as a regular part of the rotation? Or is it going to be one of those deals where we know they're starting the year with a six man rotation. So that's at least going to give him extra time between starts. So that there, so that, cause remember he had to miss a couple of starts last mm-hmm. year and all that. Cause of, because of arm fatigue and different things like that. So they're at least starting the year with a six-man rotation, but it's, it's just it's the past him is the problem. It's Patrick Sandoval and Noah Syndergaard coming off a major injury and Jose Suarez and Michael Lorenzen, who we've seen not be able to do anything at all throughout the course of, of his career. And then, then Reed Detmers is the guy that ended up winning that sixth man in the rotation. Um, he's just a 22-year-old prospect of theirs who pitched so well in spring training that he ended up winning that sixth rotation spot. But – 
after Shohei, it's a lot of question marks, which mm-hmm. is why that which is why that win total is is sitting where it is. Because yeah, they're gonna they're gonna hit their way into some wins, but I think they're probably gonna pitch their way out of a lot of wins as well. And so, I I understand why that win total is where it is. If these guys again, it's one of the another one of those deals from a pitching staff that if these if they get the good version of Syndergaard, then that completely changes the landscape of this team. If they get Really good production out of Detmers again, one of their really big prospects. If he does really well, what if Michael Lorenzen isn't like a four eight five ERA pitcher and he's more of a four one five ERA pitcher? Like, you know, does that this all changes kind of the the landscape of this team? But there's just so many question marks. It's hard for me. Is this was one of the first teams I scratched off as far as like looking at any win totals, any futures, mm-hmm. and anything because there's just so many question marks in my mind. It just uh, you just wonder they're going to waste another year of Trout and Otani. Just a We'll see. Expanded playoffs. Angels have all all the uh, hope to get there. That's for sure. Houston Astros, no surprise, at the top of this division. The Astros season win total is 91.5, minus 175 to win this division. Now, they do have the core. Bregman, Altuve, Tucker, Alvarez still there. But they lose Carlos Correa. He is now a Minnesota twin. So that's obviously the big subtraction. Justin Verlander returns to the rotation. How about that? What do you think about the Astros? There is a little part of me. Let me just say this. Mm-hmm. There's a little part of me that wonders if the Astros don't soar this year, if there's a bit of a sell job here at, at the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. There's always a surprise, and I just wonder if there's a scenario where that happens with the Astros. They are – the thing with the Astros here is, as you mentioned, outside of, of Correa being gone, they're still sitting with this super stout one through six. And then, you, you know – Seven, eight, nine is going to be a little bit of a question mark for them, but Altuve, Brantley, Bregman, Alvarez, Guriel, and Tucker is as good a one through six as, as still you're going to get in baseball. It's that seven, eight, nine. Chaz McCormick is a guy that's going to have to kind of step up. Jeremy Pena is a guy that's one of their big prospects. He's only 24 years old. They're going to need big production out of him. And then Martin Maldonado is just a good catcher, not a good hitter. He's going to hit in the nine hole, and they'll just take whatever they can get from him. He's probably going to hit. 200. You know, I mean, seriously, he's, he's like that bad of a hitter. He's probably going to hit 205 or something. But um, you get to that rotation, and this is where it starts to look really juicy for this team because Framber Valdez, a kind of sleeper under the radar, I think, a Cy Young type guy. I mean, certainly last year, everybody was high on this guy. Then you have Jake Odorizzi, another guy who's who's had a pretty good year last year. Can he can he compound that into this year? Justin Verlander through spring has the same velocity that he had before this injury. It's ridiculous. At 39 years old, this guy is throwing, say, he's throwing 94.8 miles an hour, 95 miles an hour. And then you have Jose Arquiti as your four. Like, if Arquiti is your four, you are doing pretty good in a rotation. That fifth yeah. rotation spot may, you know, might be up for grabs. Luis Garcia is probably going to start in that fifth rotation spot, but they have a couple of other options that they can use. There as well, you have Ryan Presley as closer, who's been a, not a lockdown guy for them as well. It's I, I completely understand why they are where they are. I completely understand why the odds are where they are. I see what the win total is and all the stuff like that. I, I think that it is it is the best team on paper right now. Can they afford any sort of injury, any sort of missed time? Because once you take Cray out of the lineup, now it's, it is a little less potent for sure. Every time I hear uh, Fromber Valdez and uh... – Orkiti, I think of Paul Sport, loves those two guys. Loves those two. Also, of course, loves Justin Verlander, former Tiger, for his entire career. Very high on the Astros, as always, our man Paul Sport. Paul Carl will join us to talk Champions League in a bit. Coming back right here on Visa's Primetime Action.
Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime action, Joel Embiid with 39 winner video for Kelly Bidlin. Woo! Nicely done, Kelly. Well done. What do you think? Should have just kept uh, kept ticking up on the alt prop, you know, just would have added more and more mm. juice. No, can't get greedy. Can't get greedy. 39 with 152 left in the third. I bet you this guy makes the dunk. Yeah, yeah. So, again, going into tonight, LeBron James, 30.3 points a game. Joel Embiid, 30.2. Giannis, 30.1. You were saying Giannis didn't even take a shot in the first quarter? He didn't take his first shot until the 945 mark of the second quarter. Wow. So, he is, he is, he's out of it. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Bucks still lead the Bulls 34-22. Yeah. to 22. 
But that, uh, that is odd. <laughs> I mean, with the that's part of the reason why I made the bet on Embiid tonight, right? It's you're still jockeying for playoff position, and playoffs, you, and you have a chance to win the scoring title. So I don't, yeah, I don't. What's interesting is right after he got to 39, they pulled Embiid from this game. Uh, Philly closing minutes of the third quarter, so it's not entirely unusual. But Embiid had been knocked around a little bit. Yeah, 107.92, 107.94. So the game is close enough where they'll put him back in this game. It's not like they're it's not like they're running away with it. So who knows where he'll end up on the night? Thirty nine jockeying for the scoring title. Yeah, you you could definitely take some positives away from the Sixers' performance, but allowing ninety four to this Pacers squad that does not have uh, much talent on it right now playing is uh, I would say is a bit of a red flag. This was a bad quarter for the Sixers. Yep, Kevin Porter Jr. up to seventeen at halftime, so his prop looking good, even though we didn't bet that one. Jalen Green. He's at 14 at halftime. Need him to get 30. Yeah. What, a, what a great week this is. Masters Thursday. Baseball starts Thursday. You going to bet opening day? I'll be baseball. so locked into the Masters. Yeah, I, I don't think I will either. That I just, I honestly, I, I like baseball, like we just did the AOS preview and the whole time you're saying it, I'm thinking to myself, I can't believe this starts Thursday. I'll join you on Sunday night. Right? Like I just, uh, you know, the Masters is so all-encompassing. I doubt I will have a single wager Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. So that would have been the perfect start time. You're right. Sunday night. Why don't yep. you just return with Sunday night baseball, start yep. the season that way? They weren't thinking. They were too into their contentious negotiation. Players didn't want to go two weeks out because it would have messed with service time. Owners were too thrilled to cancel games at the beginning, and they they settled on a compromise of one week, and no one said no. Like no one thought. No one said it's the Masters. Like we rip on these things when they yeah. plan it. When they plan it a year in advance, we rip on this stuff. But like when you when they when you have a league that has a chance that, to look at the schedule just like a month and a half out, two months out, and still does that, it's crazy. So we got a Ryan Hyatt question. Oh, the night if there's a bet to make on Tiger Woods at the Masters this week, what is the bet? To make for me, very very simple. I would just bet him to make the. Make, I would just bet him to make the cut. The cut. Yep. Like it's you're getting plus money still on it, um, and well, maybe at this point, maybe not. You said well, that's, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, look for plus money on it. I would I would only bet it at plus money. I think I I would have a hard time going minus money on that. And just to give you an idea, like you know, because we we we're immersed in sports betting every day. We love betting golf, you guys especially. Tiger Woods has 10% and 11% of the total money and total tickets bet at DraftKings on this tournament, uh, which is the most in both categories. Latest update on that email I got right before the show, 15% of the handle. Like I said, 15% of the handle. 15. All right, and I just got a text. Remember my story about the, my, my buddy in San Francisco who when you know, I had the Juan Soto MVP mm-hmm. ticket and it was Juan Soto versus Bryce Harper, and he was like, so he's not really a sports better as right, much as he is right, a fan. Yeah. He's like, so Brandon Crawford's the NL MVP, right? And I always tell the Brandon Crawford he was 100 to 1. We're too close to the sun. Brandon Crawford ended up third. Well, he just texted me literally five minutes ago. He's not, he's not listening to us. And he legit, and I think this speaks for like so many people, he's like, uh, Gil, how can I get 100 on Tiger to finish top 10? So just just to give you an idea that the average human, yeah. right, yeah. is just so tiger frenzied right now. Well, we uh, the the odds here indicate as much as well because as we were sitting here yesterday and we were talking about this and we were saying, you know, look, you can still find eighty to one on him, and while that's not appropriate to win, you know, at least that's somewhere in the neighborhood. Yeah, that eighty is now sixty. Yes. 
That 80 is no longer. That 80 is now 60. The handle and the bets are now 15% and 13% at DraftKings, respectively. And this is just getting a little bit of pub today on SportsCenter, them saying, like, oh, yeah, like, he's... Well, he says he's, he's going to play. He's, right? hit, yeah. he's hitting pretty good on the range. It looks like he's going to well, play. Oh, when I looked at him on the range, I was like, looks pretty good to me. Anybody looks good to me because I'm so bad at golf. Well, Anybody? I mean, we had Rick Gaiman breaking down swing uh, club head speed on the range. So uh, he, he, he he wasn't concerned about that at he's all. He's down to 40 at DraftKings. Tigers. Yeah, that is. It's it's something. I, we got like Tony Cook. Uh, he tweeted at Matt and I. He said just found in a faraway place. Tiger finishing position over thirty five and a half. Oh my. Juiced at minus one sixty five. I was like that. I understand why books are are posting it that way because I would you immediately think to run to the over to that. Like that's where I would bet to make the cut. Like you said, Matt, but we've kind of been talking about this the past week. That finishing position, I, I, I think it's going to be tough for him to crack forty. I just, I'm not going to go lay minus one sixty five though uh, on a prop like that. So I think, I think it's a little bit. You got to be careful with numbers and, and what you're, you know, what you're if you're laying money like that. I, I don't know. I would just be careful. He also asked what would be on our uh, on our dinner menu because you know, so Hideki Matsuyama wins so he gets to do the the dinner which by the way is tonight mm-hmm. and um appetizers of assorted sushi sashimi and nigiri also has some chicken skewers on there the main dish uh that you can choose from either miso glazed black cod or uh wagyu beef ribeye Ooh, sounds nice Ooh. and then a japanese strawberry shortcake for dessert so that would be that's that's his menu Kelly, was that we're, Japanese we're, strawberry shortcake? Japanese strawberry shortcake. I, I want that now. Like, right, I want to try that right now. <laughs> I don't know if that means it's made Japanese now. style or if it's <laughs> ap- actual Japanese strawberries. I don't know. Either I don't, way. I don't right? know what it means. If, there, if there's just, a Japanese version of, uh, of strawberry shortcake, I want to try that out. That sounds fantastic. Also, I want to see the person that orders the, the, the miso-glazed cod. When one of the uh, when yes. the other choice is a five wagyu beef ribeye. <laughs> I mean, I my, like, my dinner would be borrow that same ribeye probably, and then throw in some like Alaskan king crab. We're good to go. You look for the skinniest guy. You go find Will Zalatoris. You sit next to him so you can eat the rest of his steak whenever he doesn't finish it. <laughs> well, like, what like, was the other, the other one that stood out on there? Was what the chicken bites or something? That that feels like for skewers. the that feels for like the Bubba Watson out there who's never had sushi before in his life or something yeah. like that. We gotta get some chicken for him. That's true. Will Zalatoris is not at the Champions Dinner, but yeah, you you get my point. I had uh, I had Dave Tyndall on a numbers game this morning. Dave uh, Tyndall, the is ultimate a, Masters trends guy. You, yes. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. You're, you're down with him. So just like I do a uh, a championship formula in March Madness, which by the way, Kansas, once again another qualifying team gets there. Um. So he does it for the Masters every year, ten year trends, if you will, and he winnows it down. Usually, what he would do is he would eliminate, like I do. This year, he's changed it to a point system, so he doesn't completely eliminate guys, but he gives them fewer points. On here are all the categories: age, just to give you an idea. If you're in your 30s, you get five points. If you're in your 20s, you get four points. If you're in your 40s, one point. He used to just eliminate the guys in their 40s. Uh, world ranking appearances, best Masters finishes, their lowest Augusta rounds. Are you a defending champion? Are you not? What's your recent form? Uh, recent major form, driving distance, strokes gained around the green, and then he puts it all in the hopper and. Uh, you know who came out top? Th- let me give you the, let me give you his uh, top. I'll give you his top six because there was a tie at four. Sixth place Louis Oosthuizen, in terms of the most points. Fourth place Brooks Kepka and Cameron Smith tied for fourth. Third place Xander. 
Second place, JT. Number one, Rory McIlroy. How about that? Now, that doesn't mean he's placing all his bets on Rory. He he actually likes the the, uh, odds on Xander the best. Xander, great history here. I mean, I don't know. There's a couple guys in there. I mean, so many guys at the top of the board, you wouldn't be surprised if they won. I I mean, Xander, you know, it's been a while. I mean, he's never won uh, one of these things, but uh, he's had some great finishes here. By the way, Tyndall did this, and it came up Hideki, though that was 2019. So he's joking. Right. He's like two years in advance. So if that's the case, Patrick Cantlay will win this because that's well, what we had in 2020. That was Matsuyama threw off all the trends at last year. Yeah. He threw off everything that everybody looked at heading into last year. What dinner did you would you say you wanted then in the end if you won? Well, what would your menu be? I don't know. Never thought about it. I think I'd, I think I'd get some of that pork belly fried rice. Uh, <laughs> mix that in there, too. <laughs> I mean, mine would be a steak for just a fillet of some sort. Like mine would be a fillet of. Some yeah, I'd sort. go ribeye. Be ribeye, surf and turf with Alaskan king crab legs. Hmm. Oh, interesting. Okay. What is the decky having tonight? What is he doing? The uh, miso. You can either choose miso sea, glazed sea bass or a five wagyu ribeye. Hmm. Wagyu doesn't agree with everybody's stomach though, so that's why they would opt out of that. Interesting. No. Yeah. There you go. A little stomach uh, opt-out on the Wagyu. <laughs> Some people don't go for it. <laughs> no judgment on what they order. I don't think the win equity on Xander's enough. You don't like it? I don't th- he just doesn't win enough. He, he won win. four times yeah. on tour. He's, yeah. he's sure lurks, though, doesn't he? Yeah. King lurker. We'll update all the scores in the NBA and the NHL next. The Pacers within nine. Whew. Coming back on Beeson's Primetime Action. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast. To start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.